and welcome to A Waldorf Journey, a podcast for teachers, parents, students, and people who are passionate about Waldorf education. I'm Meredith, and I'm glad you're here. You can find show notes for this episode along with a lot more useful content on my website, awaldorfjourney.com. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter to receive updates about new content on the blog and podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook as A Waldorf Journey. Today is Thursday, August 4th, and this is episode number five. I'm getting ready for a family vacation, and I wanted to record a quick podcast to talk to you about the planning of my first block of eighth grade, and I thought I'd share a little bit about how I did it. There's lots to talk about, so let's start the journey. Hello there. So before we jump right in here, I wanted to mention a couple of things. So first of all, if you have a chance, I'd be really grateful if you would go to iTunes and leave a star rating or a review. This is, of course, how people find the podcast, and I'd love to reach out and connect with more people who might find it useful. So just take a minute, if you have time, head over to iTunes and leave a star rating or a review. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd also love to connect with more people who uh, might find this podcast helpful. So the other thing I wanted to mention quickly is Patreon. Now, I recently listened to an interview with the founder of Patreon. His name is Jack Conti, and he described the idea and motivation behind Patreon. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about it because I'm actually really inspired by it. The basic idea is that it's a platform for people to become patrons of artists, podcasters, and makers of various types so that they appreciate. And in this interview, Conti talked about how in the past, artists have made use of revenue streams that yielded a much lower profit. So if you wanted to support an artist, you might go and buy a t-shirt or a CD. But the problem with that model is that the artist sees a very small piece of that profit. So, and it's not really the reason why you would buy that thing in the first place. You want to do it because you want to support the artist. So Patreon is a place where you can make sure that more of your dollars that you want to use to support the artist go directly to that artist. So I have begun a Patreon page, and if you want to support uh, the work that's happening at A Waldorf Journey, you can hit the link that is on the sidebar on my blog and head over to Patreon and sponsor. And the way it works is that you can sponsor a certain amount of money for per episode of the podcast, and that way you're really your um, contribution is really directly tied to the creation. Uh, that I'm doing. And I really like that about it. I'm really excited about it. So if you're interested, I would love if you would head over and hit that link in the sidebar and just contribute whatever feels right to you. It can be, you know, as little as, you know, 25 cents per, uh, per episode. So, um, take a look at doing that. So those were the two things I wanted to mention, but so let's go ahead and get started. So, I have written a couple of posts recently on the blog that 
kind of give a picture of what's going on in my mind right now as summer is starting to close. As I mentioned in the intro, I'm getting ready to go on a family vacation, which I'm really excited about, but it does feel like the summer is kind of wrapping up and I am doing a lot of planning and preparation for the coming school year. I kind of feel this summer like I didn't take much of a break and partly because for a couple reasons. One, There's so much that happens in eighth grade that I felt like I've really needed to give a lot of attention to preparing for it. But secondly, I'm also just really excited about it. I love the curriculum. I'm I'm just really enjoying the work that I'm doing to prepare. So I think it's going to be a fantastic year and um, the curriculum is just fantastic. So I wanted to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about the things, these two posts that I've posted recently that give you a picture of what has been on my mind. So the first one is um, I posted about record keeping and feedback, which that was the topic of the last podcast, episode number four. So if you haven't listened to that one, you should definitely go back and listen to that. And I'll link to it in the show notes. And you... um, you'll see there that um, I have a lot of thoughts and ideas about record keeping and I've done a lot of different things in terms of giving feedback to my students. And in this blog post that I wrote recently, I mention a few of them, a few of those things. And then I also included a little box, a little form where you can fill in your email address and I will send you a a form, a main lesson book evaluation form that I have used in the past. I think it's the form that I used in fifth grade with my students. And, but I remember I used it with my last class in sixth grade also. And I really like this form. Part of me wants to go back to it in eighth grade, but it's, I think you'll really like it. So head over to that post and I will link to that post again in the show notes so that you can head over there and fill in just fill in your email address and I'll send you an email that has uh, where you, an opportunity to download that uh, main lesson book evaluation form. So I wanted to mention that first of all. And then secondly, the other post that I, I recently posted was about my physics and meteorology block that I just finished planning. So it's the first block of eighth grade that I'll be doing. And I sat down and I planned it all out. And it's kind of unusual. I'm combining physics and meteorology. The two topics go together really well in eighth grade. And so, um, so I, I'm combining them and creating one long six week block. And, uh, so I, I kind of go into detail with the specific content of the block in that blog post. So I don't really want to rehash that here. Cause I don't, I don't, not all of you would find it very useful. I think there are only maybe a few, a handful of listeners who are teaching eighth grade next year with me as well. But But I thought I could explain a little bit about my process for planning. And this is going to be a little kind of stream of consciousness. I'm just going to talk about what I did and how I went about planning. And I'll kind of like flip through my planning book as I do it. So I think it'll be useful (laughs) and uh, and that you like it. So I'll just go ahead and do that. So the first thing um, I'll mention, I usually for each school year, I get one of these big um, Dick Blick sketchbook 
books and um, it has a ton of pages in it and they're unlined blank pages and I take this book with me when I go to Sacramento and or when I whatever training I end up doing I take it with me and that's where I take all of my notes from Sacramento so I have all of those notes really nicely uh, put together and bound in this Dick Blick sketchbook and then the block preparation that I'm doing kind of the big overview kind of stuff goes into this book as well. So in addition to the sort of big overview yearly planning that I take notes on in this book. So I've got my block rotation and my weekly schedule and all of those things in this big Dick Blick book. So so when I sat down to plan this physics and meteorology block, the first thing I did was pull out this book and uh, sit down with it. And I knew that I was starting with this block and I knew that it was going to take six weeks. So I sat down with the calendar, which I had already done. I had already mapped out my block rotation, looked at the calendar, saw that it was uh, six and a half. It actually might be seven and a half weeks. Um, I don't, I'm, it's not in my head right now, but, um, so I sat down with this book, looked at how many weeks it was, and then I pulled out all of the resources that I thought I might use to prepare this block. And some of those resources came from recommendations in, uh, my summer training in Sacramento. Other resources came just from the shelves at, at my school. And then others came from when I taught eighth grade before and resources I had used then. So, and I didn't for this block, but usually I just go to the library and I check out a ton of books about whatever topic it is. And I just bring as many as I can carry and bring them home. And then I sort through when I'm at home. And I have found that even if there's, if there's a book that even if I won't find it useful for my preparation, often just having it in the classroom as a resource for my students is really helpful because they'll turn to various books for inspiration with their drawings and, um, you know, if they're interested in reading a little bit more on a topic they'll pick up that pick up one of those books that I have in the in the classroom. I used to feel very uh, nervous about doing that because I didn't want to kind of uh, give away my thunder by having resources in the classroom that would tell the stories that I was going to tell the students in class. But I've kind of let go of that. And I know that no matter even if they under if they've heard the story or they know the content already they'll experience it completely differently when i'm telling it to them so i just don't even worry about that anymore if there's if they read about something um in a book that i have in the classroom and then i tell them the story later it's just fine. And, you know, I guess maybe you would, there could be the concern that, you know, if you make a mistake or you have slightly different information, um, then you're going to, you know, they, they could point out your mistakes, but, um, I haven't had that happen really. So I'm not too worried about that. So anyway, I take all these resources and, sort out what I think is going to be the most helpful. And then the first thing I do in this planning process is I write down what my primary resources are going to be. Because I, I know that 
years from now when I teach eighth grade again, that I'm going, that's the first thing I'm going to want to know are what were the books that I used? What were the resources that I found valuable for teaching that block? So even sometimes I have felt like that alone is all I would need. You know, I save all kinds of things so that I can, you know, have them on hand when I teach again, or when I, or if I want to recommend, you know, give colleagues uh, support and resources I save all kinds of things but sometimes it's really just the the list of resources that is the most valuable so so I sit down I list out those resources and then I pretty much pick up the one that I think is the most helpful and I start uh, taking notes from it and there's one thing I should note because I've started planning my next block which is my history block um, I do in addition to doing that listing the resources when it comes to a history block I really need to take a little bit of time to get kind of back in the context of where we were and where we're going so for example for this block we're Uh, studying the American Revolution. So I really wanted to get a resource, look at a book that had this, that gave this picture of the transition between the Renaissance and the Revolution. And I did go into um, the Reformation, I think that's what it's called, with Martin Luther. And, you know, I did describe that in seventh grade. I told them those stories in seventh grade as well. So, but to carry on from there, I really wanted to pick up a resource that had this big picture overview of history and then watch how that, how it transitions into the American Revolution. So, um, so for that, I have to recommend this book, and I've told so many people about it, but it's this great book called A Little History of the World by E.M. Gombrich, and I will, I th- maybe I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I will uh, link to it in the show notes, and I usually make those links um, Amazon affiliate links, so if you um, if you link over to Amazon and purchase uh, anything, then I get just a little a little, a few pennies, but it doesn't, it doesn't cost you any more to do that. So, um, so anyway, if you, you know, feel like purchasing something from Amazon, if you link from my website, you'll be supporting uh, the podcast a little bit there. So, uh, so anyway, that, that book, E.M. Gombrich, A Little History of the World. So it's nice to get something that gives this big picture you know, story, and then you can narrow in and focus. But for this block, the physics and meteorology block, I picked up this resource um, called, uh, it's written by Miko Bojarski, and it's called Physics for Eighth Grade. And um, I just went through and I started taking notes. And at this point in the process, I'm not really thinking about what's going to be on what day or, you know, that this lesson, this much content is on day one and then this is on day two or, and that kind of thing. I'm not thinking about that at all at this point. And I'm not thinking at all about activities or review, how we'll review the lessons or, you know, what main lesson pages I want the students to do. I'm really not thinking about that at all. In fact, in my summer prep, I don't think about those things at all. It's really, those things will come for me when I'm preparing for the week on Sundays. 
when that's when I kind of look at the week, the content for the week and decide what are the activities and what are the main lesson pages I imagine assigning and what, what content lends itself to a composition and those kinds of things. But, um, during the summer, I don't worry about that at all. So I just start taking notes and I, you know, basically go through the resources and take notes on them from them. So for this but for this block, I used the Bojarski book that I mentioned. I used this really great little golden guide called Weather. And uh, it's a small little book, but it's got a ton of information and just the right dose of it. And, um, and then I also used um, Eric Sloan's book called Weather. I think it's called just Weather. Uh, the weather, Eric Sloan's weather book. So those were like my three primary resources. I took notes on all of those things. And then I just kind of looked back over the information over my notes. And then I started to think about how everything could break down into a, uh, into a, a, a schedule and what, content can go on what day. So for example, for this block, I went after going through and I read back through my notes and I realized that I wanted to spend three weeks on hydraulics and aeromechanics, two weeks on meteorology. And then for that last week, I was going to continue the sound, light, heat, and electricity work that we had done in physics last year, which there actually wasn't a lot to do. You'll see in the blog post if you go to it, um, we covered a fair amount of the content for, for eighth grade in seventh grade. So, um, so I feel a little less pressure to uh, cover sound, light, and heat, and but we do definitely want to make the electric motor that um, is kind of a traditional thing to do in eighth grade and ties in with the curriculum really well as well. So then I then I just started mapping out the days of the block and figured out what content could be on what days. And by in doing that, so I, I kind of wrote in list form. I wrote week one, Monday, Tuesday. Well, week one, start, it's, school starts on a Wednesday. So I wrote week one, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just next to each one in bullet point form, I wrote what the content was going to be that day. And then week two, same thing. And then I wrote out all of that content. And then the, after I had done that and I had mapped out each day, then I sat down with the calendar and I, I actually just drew a calendar in this book with because this is a six week block and I wanted it all represented there. So I drew this calendar and I because I also wanted to plan for uh, field trips and um, and I knew that our class would be taking on taking a we usually take a larger trip at the beginning of the school year. So I wanted to make sure I had scheduled that in. And, and then I also wanted to think about projects. So this is something that when I uh, first started teaching, I didn't think about this enough that when I came, when I sat down to plan my block, it was really all about the content. I didn't think much more about the block than the content that I was going to be teaching. And since then, I've realized that there's so much more that goes along with 
the block. So you'll want to think about in addition to the content that you're teaching, you'll want to think about field trips that you might want to take. You'll think about um, projects that the students can do themselves, like home projects. And you'll want to think about reading. What are the students going to read? And you probably have a plan already in place for what, what your reading plan is. But do you are you going to assign a reader? Is it going to be a free read? Whatever you might do. And I found it helps. It's really helpful to kind of line it up by block. So if I have a reading assignment that goes with each block, then um, that is pretty manageable for me to follow up on. And it's a fair amount of reading. I think it's it's a reasonable amount to expect of a student in the upper grades at least. So, um, so then I wrote out this calendar, drew out this calendar, and then I wrote out the days, the new content on the days. So remember, all that I'm talking about here is new content. I'm not at all talking about the review or uh, book work or anything like that. And um, so I wrote out all of the, the days, mapped out where our um, field trips would be, noted where any festivals were, because I know that Michaelmas is in that time, and that we uh, won't have a traditional main lesson on that day. And um, and then I, I just scheduled out the, the block. So, um, and as I mentioned, I'll wait until the week uh, until I plan on on that Sunday to decide what the review activities are going to be that we'll do along with that material. So, so that I guess is pretty much what my process is for uh, for planning my block. So that by the end of my planning, I have all of my new content mapped out for. Uh, my for each day I have an idea of a special project that the students are going to do I have an idea for um, honors project that is something that uh, I just started doing last year with my students where those students who want to um, get a, do a little bit extra and take their studies a little bit further and have it noted in their um, in their block evaluation, then they can choose to do an honors project. And uh, so I have an idea for what those what the honors project can be. I have an idea of what our field trips are going to be, which for this field trip, I'm so excited. The last few classes at our school have taken a uh, class or a field trip to a place called sky high or fly high I forget what it is but it's basically an opportunity to, to simulate skydiving and uh, which I think it's a really great thing to do in this physics block where we're studying you know the the mechanics of air and water basically so so that is uh, essentially, oh, and of course I have an idea for what I'll have the students read, which I think I'll be giving them a lot of excerpts of things to, to read so that they can have an experience of uh, reading uh, for information, which I think is something that Waldorf teachers don't do enough of. We really value the idea of new content being shared straight from teacher to student and uh, or, or to class and there's a lot of value in them 
taking in information from a written form and they need to know how to do that moving forward as well so it's it's a good thing to get some practice doing so so i think that is pretty much what i have to say in terms of planning for this block now i do want to mention that if you have found this helpful and uh you would like some more information about how to go about your planning uh, for your for your entire year, actually, I have an e-course available and I'll link to it in the show notes. And um, some people have signed up for it and it and are finding it really useful and supportive of their work. And in that course, I basically go through what you need to think about when you are going to plan your year, your month, your week, and your day. So it kind of breaks down into those um, those sections, those time frames. And so when you're planning your year, that's what I'm in the midst of doing right now in my summer planning. I'm really looking at the year as a whole. And then what I've shared with you here, this physics and meteorology block preparation, that's really talking about the month. So my goal is to have three of these months planned before uh, school starts. So that, um, so Again, if you're interested and you'd like a little bit of support with your planning, I invite you to go to check out that link. It's in the show notes and you can go see what my course is and um, and see if it is something that you might find helpful. Um, so that is that. That's what I have to share this week. So um, I'd love to hear back from you. And please let me know if you found this helpful. And if there are other topics that you would like for me to talk about in the podcast, I would love to hear about it. I mean, I certainly have a lot of things to say. I'm super passionate about Waldorf education. I have a lot that, I, um, that I'd love to share with you all. So, But I want to make sure it's something that you you will all find helpful as well so drop me a note you can email me at meredith at a waldorf journey.com it's m-e-r-e-d-i-t-h at a waldorf journey.com and uh, let me know what you think and what you'd like to hear about and um, yeah so thanks so much for listening and it'll probably be a couple of weeks it was a couple of weeks before uh, between the last podcast and this one so it'll be about that again and because I'll be spending one of those weeks uh, in the California Redwoods which I'm really excited about so I hope you all have a fantastic couple of weeks and that you are gearing up for having a really great school year and I will talk to you soon.